Hi everyone, and welcome to our talk with Libby Saylor. I have not landed on an exact title for this episode as I'm recording it, as I'm recording it, but 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 you're gonna I'm gonna figure it out by the time you see it, obviously. So I'm gonna say we're calling it "It Only Takes One." I can't figure out grammatically, or if I want to say it takes only one, or I don't know. I'll figure it out later. It's weird too because I'm doing an evening recording, which I don't usually do. I usually do my recordings during the day. And if I'm being totally honest, it's a Friday night and I'm home podcasting. Whatever. That means whatever you want it to mean. But here we are. And I actually, as most of my podcast episodes, I have like ideas that like swirl around for a while and then they'll like pop up again. And I'll forget about them. I Maybe I'll write something down, but then I'll kind of forget and I'll wait to see if it sort of circles back and then something else will happen and it'll circle back again. And then it's like, okay, I need to do an episode about this. This particular one, I have been thinking about it, but not a ton. And I was, <laughs> this is just letting you inside all my everything. I was giving myself a little voice recording pep talk as I do sometimes. So you just like, talk into your phone, record it, play it back. And as I was giving my little pep talk, I was like, you need to do a podcast podcast episode on this. You, you just need to like, and I was like getting into it in my voice note. And I was like, don't get into it. Just save it for the podcast episode. So I literally like left my living room and I was like, are you going to do a podcast episode right now? Yes. Okay. So I'm really excited about this because it's like a if you're if you're unsure of what you're doing, you know, this is a creative art oriented podcast, but you can apply this to like whatever you want. I also didn't do an outline for this, so bear with me, but it's pretty straightforward. So I want to talk about, you know, this idea of it only takes one. I've had this happen. So okay, basically, I just started a Shopify account. This might sound like no big deal to some people. And I've started so many like websites and blogs and whatever. Like I've done this a million times, but I do not sell a ton of my art. And by a ton, I mean zero. I don't sell my art. And I don't mean I'm not trying to sell my art. I mean, it doesn't really sell. And if you've looked at my stuff, it's pretty good. So I don't think the content is the problem. Although I'm always open to like, I'm always trying to improve what I'm making and make the highest quality of work. But I think I, I think I do a pretty good job of that. So, I mean, I've sold a couple prints on a, a an affiliate website. So that has told me like, okay, people will buy your things. I haven't like done anything very aggressive though. I think usually my typical pattern is I make an effort it's fairly low or maybe it's like this huge burst of an effort that I spend two weeks on and then it doesn't happen immediately. And I'm like, well, that didn't work. And I think I suck. And so it's a big deal to start a Shopify account because it is being much more deliberate about art sales. And that's like my number one insecurity. Like I have gotten shows most of my life. I like my work. I get, you know, likes on Instagram and not a ton, but like I get positive feedback, but the sales is like the one thing. It's like my Achilles heel. Like I just, I feel so insecure about it. So to start a Shopify account in a deliberate way, put it on my 
right now I have it posted on my Instagram and just like, oh, see what happens is like, I feel like what, this is super vulnerable. So that's why, that's what is inspiring this podcast episode because I was driving home from the grocery store and I started giving myself a little pep talk because I was feeling really like, oh God, you're not going to get, what if you, what if it sits up there and you just don't even, nobody buys anything for like indefinitely, like months and months and months. And I thought about like, hold on, back up. Back when I had a blog, it was, it's a different, it wasn't art oriented. It was more like personal, it was a personal blog. And I was like posting every week and doing all the things. And I also created a newsletter. And I remember when I first created it, I was really insecure about it because I was like, who's going to sign up? Nobody's going to sign up. Like, why would anybody sign up? Like, and I have those thoughts. I think they're pretty normal, but it's like, you just don't know until you know, you're like, I don't know. Like, I think people like my blog, but I don't know if, or even if they do, are they going to go that extra step to like type in their email and look to hear more from me? Like I didn't know. And I remember thinking all those things when I started my newsletter and I thought, I also thought, just get, just get one, just wait till you get the first person. If you get the first person, you'll be okay. And I was, I remember like digging in my heels, you know, as this, this kind of this pep talk thing. And I was like, it could take two weeks. It could take four weeks. It could take three months. Who cares? That doesn't matter. It's totally worth the wait. If you get one, you're good and you're going to be fine. Uh, guess what, girl? I got one and I've got 600 now. And I had no idea that that was going to happen. And, but it does because I don't know, you put your stuff out there and you just, you know, maybe it doesn't happen on the time like you think it does or it doesn't happen immediately. But, you know, if you do the work of like putting it out there, like I set it up, I had the pop up, I had the thing, that's all you can do. And then kind of just like forget about it and hope. So anyway, that is one example of like, it only takes one. So just wait. And the hardest, the worst part is that in-between period of when you set something up and you put it out there and you don't know how it's going to land and you're waiting for just that one person to like bite, you know, super nerve wracking. And then I thought of, so I was giving myself this pep talk in the car, like Lib with the Shopify thing, like you just need one sale. If you get one person to buy, and I was like, imagine what that's going to sound like when you like get this email and it's like somebody bought your work. And I mean, it would be insane. And I have like money dropped into my account, which I need money. So that would be awesome. And then I imagined like, what if you like, you have like this customer and and you like take your piece and you pack it up and you're like shipping it. You have to find the right envelope and you're going to include like a little note and did and write the address and like off it goes. Like you just sold a work of art and you got paid for it. Like that's the dream. Imagine what that's going to feel like, you know, so I was going through this in the car and I thought about the newsletter thing and I was like talking out loud. I was like, lip, remember the newsletter, don't give up. So but then I thought of another example of this happening again. And it's always nice when you can look back on your life and just notice patterns of positivity because yeah, okay, the newsletter thing, that's cool. But like 
I could totally talk myself out of that and be like, that was a fluke. That was a one-time thing. Whatever. It's not going to happen again. So when you have like a second backup thing, like, no, this also happened. And it was this exact same energy, the exact same thought patterns, the exact same process, maybe a slightly different timeline, but it was the same thing. So it's like, girl, this is going to happen again. Don't worry. So the other example I'd like to share was back when, so I went to art school and I am a 44 year old woman. And so I went to art school from 1998 to, some of y'all weren't even born then, 1998 to 2002. And I definitely had confidence in my work. I went to school for photography. So at that point I was only really making photographs. And I, I knew my professors believed in me, thought I was great, told me I was going to do well. I felt good. And I remember, you know, you get out of college and just everybody scatters. Like some people are like, okay, that was art school, but I need a job. So I'm never going to create ever again. Or some people start hustling like right away doing like wedding photography. And my plan was not that I was like, I need a job. I need a paycheck. I need health insurance. And I'll just, but I'm not going to give up on my work. I'm not going to be one of those people. Cause you also would, would always hear in art school, so many people just like didn't make art anymore after they left art school. I was like, that's not going to be me. So I kept making art. And my big thing when I left school, I was like, I want to get in a show. I just want to get in a show. And I think because I thought just I knew my work is kind of suited for like fine art gallery. That's kind of the look of my work. So I think I felt like if I'm going to do anything, it would be this and I could get this. So I remember being in my apartment and I didn't have a job yet. And my dad was, he was really great with the finance, you know, he paid for, I mean, I'm like hashtag grateful, so privileged, so lucky, but I didn't have to worry about paying for things in college. I'll say that. And dad warned me well in advance and said, the day you graduate, no more money, not giving you any money. So I knew I had to do, I had to just take and get any job after, after graduation and I couldn't find a job. So I went across the street cause I was just like, ah, uh, I don't want to have to like commute. And I just knocked on the door of the grocery store across the street and got a job there. So I'm working at this grocery store, no clue what's going on. And I would come home every single day. Now this was back, this is insane. This was back before there were cell phones sort of but like and there was like computers and internet but the way art was submitted back then nobody submitted digitally or electronically nobody and that's that's all you do now so I had slides of my work I feel like do I have to explain what slides are to people maybe they're like I don't know how to describe it like they're thin they're little square plastic thingies with with transparency film inside the square and you put them in a carousel and you whatever they're slides you google it if you don't know what slides are so I had a crap load of slides of my work which you have to like it's crazy to get slides of your work because I had to like be in a photography studio shoot photographs of my work with this special camera with the special lighting like it's a it's a crazy process but I had had all the slides and you need like slide holders slide protectors so anyway I and I used to there's there's no yeah I wasn't really using internet I mean the internet existed but I didn't have like 
a computer at home or a laptop. Like, not at all. I remember I would get a printout of a, a call for entry. I don't know where I got the printout from. Maybe I printed that out at school or something. And I'd have all these printouts and I was broke. And to, they still ask for you. You have to pay to just send people send people your images. You can't just like send it to them. You oh, There's always an entry fee. That's never, that's always been the case. So I would stagger. I could only really do an entry maybe once a week because each one was like 35 bucks or something. So I would stagger them based on the due date and the deadline. And I would put my little slides in a package and I would fill out the title and the application and I put it in an envelope and I'd like send it off. And I remember just thinking, I'm going to keep fucking doing this until I get a show. I don't care if the world ignores me for five years. I know my work is good. I'm going to keep doing this. I'm going to keep banging down doors until I get a show. I don't know what came over me, but I just, I think maybe I did believe in my work and I was just like, I don't know. I was just like determined. So, but of course also insecure, like I don't fucking know if I'm going to get a show. So got a show. You could see where this was going. And I've had, now that I don't, I don't know if my first one was a solo exhibition. It might've been, but I'm not really, I'm not going to like lie and say, I have a ton of shows. Like I get included in group exhibitions and like juried competitions, but like, I do not have a history of a ton of solo shows, which means, I don't know what that means, but it's not great, but I've gotten in a ton, ton of shows. So that, that never, that wasn't a fluke either. That's what I'm saying is this wasn't like a one-time thing. It kept going and kept going every once in a while. Maybe I get an award, this or that, whatever. And it also depends on like how much you put out there. At a certain point I stopped, I started pulling back. Like I'm not going to pay 50 fucking dollars to enter all these shows when you just send your work off and it's there for a month and you have to pay money for framing. You have to pay money for shipping and then they send it back to you. And then all you have is a line on your resume. Like I've pulled back a lot on that over the years because it's just it's kind of thankless and unless I get like full gallery gallery representation it's kind of not worth it and at this point I'm a little hesitant to do gallery representation not that I have like them banging on my door but I've just heard a lot of things about just not being it it not being the greatest for an artist in terms of like what you get back from what you put in. Maybe it was me choosing a different direction. Maybe it was because no gallery ever said, yes, I will take you. Either way, I haven't gone down that path. I'm going towards the sales path, but at the same time, totally validated with the not knowing I'm going to get a show and then I finally got a show. So that's kind of where I'm at. You know, those are two like really solid examples of just sitting in that uncomfortable spot of like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. Like, what does the world actually think of my stuff? Like, I don't know. And I won't know until something does come back. And all I can do is just like kind of keep going and like hope and wait and see. And of course, there's always that redirect of like, all right, if like, a year goes by, nothing happens. Maybe you need to like revisit your path. That's totally okay too. That's, we all do that and that's fine. And there's no shame in like redirecting, pivoting. But I don't know. I think I'm going to sell something, but it would be so insane because I never sell anything. So 
that's kind of the gist of this episode to just kind of like this is where I'm at right now and I also thought about I was like do you want to do a podcast episode about this when you're in the middle of it because it's sort of like a cliffhanger like is she gonna sell something or is she gonna like you know next episode be like well that didn't work I would love if by the time we get to the next episode maybe I'll start with like BT dubs I sold something we're not there yet though but that's where I'm at right now and it's super awkward and uncomfortable but I have this kind of like mini excitement like just wait you just wait you just wait and when you get that first one and end game end of story done you'll you'll have tons after that that's just how it that's just how it works so oh my gosh you guys wish me luck and I hope you relate to this I hope my little like anecdotes down memory lane were helpful and I would love if this kind of got you thinking about times in your life where you've had that happen where you were like oh god I don't know you put your stuff out there but then it like came back and you're like oh my god that totally worked and see if you can come up with not just one but two examples of that because it is so much more powerful when you can like pinpoint that pattern that pattern of positivity of success of like hanging in there and having it come through it's just it's a thing they never tell you of like it just takes longer than you think it should like some people they put their Shopify link up and like that night they sell something I don't think that's gonna happen for me and that's okay I'm not even expecting that but most of the time it's like, wow, that's, this is taking a long time. This is making me uncomfortable. But just like it happens eventually if you're kind of like doing all the right things. So I hope this was fun and entertaining. And I think this got me a little bit out of my Friday night funk. So thank you all for listening and for being here. And until next time, I will talk to you super soon. Okay, bye-bye.